everybody. Welcome to Postcards from the Galaxy's Edge. And we have a new kind of special thing. And we have Jerry, who's usually our navigator, who you hear kind of behind the pipes in the machine room. We have him <laughs> front and center taking co-pilot. So we are going to discuss all things animation, kind of Star Wars animation. Uh, very exciting. This is our first what I am calling Patreon Planet, because if you become a patron of Postcards for the Galaxy's Edge, of course, one of the first things you get is to choose what is our next canon planet, if it hasn't been done already. But we're uh, this is uh, Susanna's planet, which is um, Lothal. And the reason why I also have Jerry on here is I have a confession. I have no never seen Rebels, so it was going to be very difficult to talk about Lothal, so I was like, hey, let's bring Jerry on and see how it goes. So um, Perfect. here we go. So how are you tonight, Jerry? I'm doing excellent, Shannon. It's so crazy. We haven't like actually spoken like this face to face since celebration. And so yeah. that's just, it's so good to finally be able to like sit down and have a conversation like we did there. And so I, I'm just real excited. You, you know, I, I can't lie. I don't want to be full of myself, but you did, you asked a good person to come on because you know, I, I love all of the cartoons and all that. I've seen rebels and all of that. So I, I'm excited to talk star Wars animation. So I'm, oh, I'm very excited because also I think we have some, it's quite nice because we also just had an announcement today like there's a new one now that's like bbs or the basically they look like bb units they're, they're animated and things but um and of course every there's like one character that everyone's like who is this character who could this be and of course everyone is losing their mind uh with the speculation that it's ben solo or somebody so. oh right yes it's see and that's so funny they drop a character it's oh, okay i I was looking for the name of the program because I couldn't remember the name of uh, of of the series, but it's called uh, Star Wars Rollout, I believe. Yes, that's it. And it's funny because it's the first uh, Star Wars Transformers crossover that we've had. So uh, <laughs> you know, no, it's what it seems like. That's just the only thing I can think of. It's like Optimus Prime saying Rollout. So yeah, you know, pretty much. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how my mind works. Um, but. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I thought it was confirmed as Ben Solo. I didn't know until just like a little bit ago I was scrolling Twitter. And of course, as all our friends like to do, everyone's like, is that Ben Solo? Is it baby? It's baby Ben Solo. Yeah, it's Speculation yeah. Nation is in full oh, effect. I, it just doesn't surprise me, guys. It's, that's awesome. That's just keep the speculation going. That's so cool. Just do it um, responsibly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen to listen to Ken Knapsack and, exactly. and Joseph Scrimshaw. So what do you think? Uh, what do you what do you really think this uh, uh, rollout series is going to be about? Is it going to be anything that's going to be? Uh, well, who do you think that? Do you think it's been solo? Well, I'm going to have you actually go back to navigator seat real quick because I'm putting oh. you on the spot. I'm jumping right in. That's fine. We are going to jump right back in. But for those who have usually kind of watch us or listen to us, uh, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, is Jerry here does our canon facts, but I'm going to have him do it live so here we go and mm -hmm. he's gonna tell us all about is it pronounced lothal i believe it's pronounced both in the show i think lothal is what you hear the most though okay so all right guys so hope you're not allergic to cats because we're heading to lothal the lothal system 
was in the northeast of the galaxy, on the extreme edge of the Outer Rim, directly bordering the Calamari Sector, or the Ka- Moncala Sector. I don't think they like us saying Calamari anymore, but uh, <laughs> who cares? Um, <laughs> they'll always be Calamari Salad to me. Uh, home to the Rebellion hero and Jedi learner Ezra Bridger. The planet Lothal itself was primarily terrestrial. Known for its grassy plains, spine tree forests, farmland, long, low mountains, and shallow freshwater seas, and marshes. Some notable fauna included Lothcats and the Lothwolves. Uh, by the Imperial era, Lothwolves were widely believed to be extinct, but could manifest themselves to Force-sensitive individuals. They were connected to the planet through the Force and regarded as messengers warning the Ghost crew that the Empire was doing something malevolent to the planet. The Galactic Empire established several factories and mines which polluted and marred much of the planet's previously pristine natural environment. And Lothal, also interestingly enough, had a network of caves and tunnels that could in theory be used to travel from the northern to southern hemispheres of the planet. Uh, It's got mainly canon appearances in Rebels. So, uh, (laughs) besides that, you know what? Shannon, let's hit the jump and head to, well, let's go back outside of the ship to lovely Lothal. So, thank you, Shannon. I feel like I have to say that now. Back to you, but yeah. Back to you, but I don't have to. I'm right here. No, you're right here. We're going to go investigate together. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, let's check it out. The grassy plains. So, back to your question. Sorry. Sure. It was about... So about rollouts. Yes. You'll have to excuse me, Shannon, because Scotty and I's format is no format. And so... (laughs) No, no, and that's okay. And I figured that that's kind of what today was going to be, or tonight was going to be like with you. So that's absolutely fine. I was like, okay, cool. We got canon facts. So boom. Okay. Uh, Because yeah, with kind of current events and in the news, I mean, it literally dropped today, kind of the the teaser trailer or whatever kind of thing the star wars show i guess for me i say today it probably was actually technically yesterday to the american audiences but i get everything like because it happens while i'm in bed so anyway i think it's interesting i and and actually when i was looking to get the sound effect for the lothcat i had forgotten we had not galaxies of adventures i keep saying force for change it's not force for change what was that series that came out in like 2016 and 17 that was animated are you talking Talking about the uh, forces, uh, of forces of destiny. Yes. Oh, I am so disheartened that that got canceled. Is um, it actually officially canceled then? I I think it's they 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 canned it, but in a nice way. It was a nicer word than canned, so yeah. I can't remember exactly what you would say. Um, but no, I it's it sadly is done, and now they're doing uh, Galaxy of Adventures, which is fantastic. I, I love those shorts. I don't know if you checked many of those out, but oh yeah, those they're so they're easier to digest too. But the Forces of Destiny, what really was exciting to me was, of course, I have a young Padawan, a, a young female Padawan, and it was all of these strong female characters getting their own like, and they weren't doing you know, big, crazy, like galaxy changing things, but it was just showing them being good people and, yeah. and Hey, th- it was morality tales. 
but still the they had the whole toy line the action dolls they weren't really dolls they called them just like action whatever i everything that went into forces of destiny i was like so excited for and we have ella my my youngling owns uh several she owns a couple princess leias we've got wicket which she loves and chewbacca which is one of her favorites and uh, it, it was just so I was disheartened but luckily it's still on YouTube but oh, yeah, that that's was the just, nice thing that it, it's yeah. very much kind of in a um, you know on demand kind of I mean I to the point I was able to get it today like and I loved that like Jin or the you know um uh, Felicity Jones came back to be Jen Erso. Sadly, yes. the only one that wasn't, obviously, Carrie Fisher couldn't be young Leia because, you know, right. women's, women's voices change too when we go through menopause. Um, Except, yeah, we all change. So. But I was surprised that um, Amelia Clark isn't the voice of the one episode with uh, IG88 and um, Kira. And it's. That, oh, was she not? I actually didn't know that. I had to look it up. Because at first I was like, this doesn't really sound like... Because like the one, the Jen Erso ones at first, before she says her name, it didn't sound like Felicity Jones. But then when she says, oh, I'm Jen Erso, I was like, oh, no, that is your voice. I don't know. I'm, I'm a stickler right. for voices and things. So I was just like, what? And I looked it up. And yeah, it's not her, sadly. It's like, well... That's perfect. That's perfect. See, I call myself canon junkie, and then I don't end up not knowing like certain little things. It's, that's right. I'm you not know your proving planets. myself very no, no, no. well. You know your planets, so that's okay. <laughs> hey, that's right. Yeah, I know my plan. I know how to navigate, exactly. and I know how you know. That's that's really all that matters to to you know space travel with. You know, you got to make sure you have a good navigator. So there, I, exactly. I'll take that. Thank you, thank you. I will say, um, I'm I'm kind of happy. I, I love that also the animation styles are different because obviously the kind yes. of first one that came out was. The Clone Wars movie that everyone, which again I haven't seen, which I'm pretty sure people would tell me to have a, to give it a miss. That was 2D animation. Then we had, yeah. of course, the the well received TV show. To the point, the fandom wanted it saved, and it was a big thing at celebration. Again, I didn't really, because I guess like I don't I don't know why I just kind of didn't even really know about it. Uh, right. I only knew about it till I became really really involved in the fandom listening to podcasts i mean i pretty much have had everything spoiled by collider which is okay but you know same for <laughs> rebels so those right. that was cool where we had the kind of 3d animation the more pixar-ish kind of animation then we had resistance which is another kind of interesting take because it looks 2d but it's definitely still 3d but they've done it in such a way it looks it and then these little youtube shorts my favorite is this galaxies of adventure like they've really blown me away every they're time. gorgeous oh my god like, they're gorgeous the first one that i mean i i mean i loved when they were kind of doing the backstories of palpatine and there's like you know it's separate kind of oh scenes. that one's one of my favorites oh i love that one i love the yoda like, one just... too just the way the like, <gasps> animations are he does a I just, yes. Oh my God! It has me giggle so much. But of course, the one that really I think everyone just started talking about was that Sith and Jedi one, and it was just amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. And of course, because they're using the word Sith, that just right. That is like the hot word right now. That's the trigger oh. word right now. Fandom, <laughs> that they're just like, oh, they said Sith. What does it mean? And things. So yeah. They're melting so many, like, nerd brains right now by, like, throwing that word Sith around right before Episode Nine comes out. We get the Sith Troopers, and the, they're like, oh, no, we're going to put Kylo on the side with the Sith. It's like, well, maybe they're using a catch-all word, but still, it's... Yeah. 
I mean, just like, you know, John was going off like, well, they put him with the Sith, so does that mean that he's a Sith? And it's, I, I can't tell, I love Galaxy of Adventures. That that one really, like, I mean, that one made me cry. And the, I can't tell you, it's, it's honestly amazing how many of those shorts have made me cry because they're just, they're gorgeous and they're just, uh, the action is so cool. I love how stylized they are and over yes. the top. To, to where, you know, it's like Luke, when he, like, one of the first ones, Luke gets his lightsaber and Obi-Wan is telling him it's your father's lightsaber. Yeah, and it, like, blows his hair back. And that's how all of us felt whenever we first held a lightsaber. Well, that, was that. And, and that's what's the beauty of animation. You can yes. really exaggerate that moment through those kind of things. Of course, like, if that happened in, like, a live-action film, we'd all laugh and go, oh my god, that's such a corny effect. But because it's an animation, right. you're able to really embrace that kind of thing. And it, it's brilliantly done. But oh yeah, it's. I was just like, this is, this is alright. I'm really liking this. And of course, I love, like, anything Porgs or... Oh, Chicago. yeah. Oh, I'm missing one. There was also something called, like, Star Wars 8-bit or Little Bits or whatever. And they and Blips or something, yeah. Yeah, with I, BB-8 and Porgs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I loved that mm -hmm. one, and then I also, one of my favorite ones, I loved when the you had all the droids fangirling and boying over, uh, or fandroiding, I guess. Well, that's a new term. Um, fandroiding over R2-D2. And they're talking right. about all the times he saved, and they're all like, oh my god, he's here, and they lose their minds. I, I love those too. Like, I love these little things that come out and i love that it's like animation you it, it's i mean i think obviously these this new one rolling out is gonna be for little 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 yeah kids. but you can still enjoy it and it'd be cute and well, things that's like what that. the star wars blips were you know like they were I, I showed those to to eleanor when she was like gosh she was not even two yet she had to be like one one and a half and that was one of the first ones i ever showed her she loved it because it's just it's just easy, no dialogue. It's just little sounds and and movements, and that's what that's what these are geared towards. Yes. And I, I don't know if you saw uh, a lot of the the hate, which a lot of these projects normally get. Never. Uh, I always like to quote Yoda, but like kind of tweak the quote a little bit. Uh, if into the comment section you go, only pain will you find. Uh, that's <laughs> it usually happens like that, and so there's my terrible Yoda impression as well. But uh, it's uh, gosh, I, I went on there, and I can't tell you how many people are just saying, oh, another. It's dumb. You know, it doesn't have to be. Kids aren't dumb. You don't have to make it dumb for kids. I'm like, it's not. It's not that. It's not dumb. <laughs> you, and for one thing, we haven't seen anything about it yet. Yeah. But uh, and I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I don't want to go down a negative route, even though I kind of am like diving down it right now. But it's just. No, I mean, it's it's, it's there. Just, why do we get so Why do we get so angry about? Uh, I think I posted something that said full grown adults getting mad about <laughs> a kid's cartoon, <laughs> like. Why do we? Care? I know it's Star Wars, but still, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I I always try to really take. I'm very much a kind of sit in the middle and just look at both perspectives. Like, right. I understand. Like, I really genuinely can understand how others feel. I don't feel that way myself, but I can. I I get it. However, it's Absolutely. one of those. It it really is showing. I mean, when we went to celebration, I love that we can say we. There was yes. every age group there. I went with my parents. They were there. They were obviously, they saw it when they were in high school. Or no, sorry, they were sophomores. Oh, wow. They were sophomores in college. 
So that's so cool. That's you know, so awesome. We grew up. I, I think we're about the same age. You might be slightly younger than me. I mean, we grew up Possibly. obviously with the prequels and then the sequels. Right. And I was in like high school and college when the whole sequel or prequels, prequels. were happening. Um, I graduated high school when uh, my my gift to myself was going to watch Revenge of the Sith. So when okay, I graduated, okay, so you graduated two thousand five. Yes. Oh, look at me in the math. Yeah. Okay, See, so I wasn't gonna go was, right off. I trusted yeah, you. I was a, I, I was you. a sophomore at um, college because I remember going with that. Actually, oh. another co-host that I've had on this show on the podcast forum, my friend Brian, because we right, remember. Right. And we're, we're big. Uh, we did uh, Knights of the Old Republic when it first came oh. out. So we played it together in my right. the, the house I was renting. So, yeah, so it, that was quite cool. So, yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, that being said, then, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things, like, I think what I like so much now about fandom or, like, Star Wars in general, there is now literally something for everybody. You like yeah. comics? Guess what? We've got the Vader comics. Cannot wait for the Knights of Ren comic. Book. Oh, I know. You like books? Great. We have five coming out a year, if not more. Boom. Okay, you like the films? Great. We have this. You want animation? I mean, it's re- it really has something for everyone. And I think that's yeah. great, you know? So Right. It's perfect. It's like if you don't like this corner, well, you can walk over here and well there's i like what's going on over here um yeah i you know i i talk a big game but i honestly i can understand someone not liking some of the animated fare and that's that's okay because again it's it's not for you that's okay um and you know i don't again so if anyone's listening or watching here you know um uh Please don't think I'm trying to say you're being ridiculous. I just, you know, um, it's like you said, there's something for everyone. And if you don't like this corner, that's what's happening over here. Just, you know what? Not for me. I'm going to go over here and enjoy this. Yeah. So it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So I am. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see another kind of thing on the Star Wars Kids channel. I also, I think, these little things are exciting because I think it gives little animation companies a little bit of exposure. Like, I forget what the one forgot. It's something tit. I know it's hilarious, but it's like mouse tit or something. Is the animation tit mouse? Thank you. Yes. Is the um, animation company, which I'm like, that's a bit of a funny name. But, it's funny um, if someone outside of this room heard me just yell tit mouse. Yeah, they'd be like, God bless you. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, anyway, anyway. Because um, I, I was just literally sitting here thinking as we're listing all the different uh, kind of animations and things, like what companies did that? I bet you a different company did the little, you know, Star Wars bits and then uh, oh, yeah. Titmouse. I wonder what company did, you know, Forces of Destiny. Because that's the other thing. These aren't like Lucasfilm animation. You know, I'd right. love to know who's doing um, Resistance and things like that. And that's the other thing that's cool. It's, it's kind of not... I don't want to quite use the term outsourcing, but for lack of a better term, we will. But it's neat to see smaller companies get that exposure. Right. Things. So, and now with like a little bit of YouTube business, now with kind of the AdSense and things, they kind of get some revenue back. And it, I don't know, it just kind of, it works for everybody. And things. Yeah. So I, my only fear is I genuinely hope we're not losing one as we get a new one. I'm hoping it's just going to be an addition to, because I really, I, and someone actually asked in my, in a previous um, live stream, 
how do we would we want something like the style of galaxies of adventure but have a whole retelling of the film a long form basically oh yes so i have my thoughts but i want to hear your thoughts first like would you want it in long form or do you like it in the short form you know it it was made for short form right now it's their perfect little bites what they have i will say though what i have seen it really gives me confidence and if they did something in that style of animation i i'd go out and see honestly if they did if they decided to put something like that on disney plus i think i was talking i think it was scotty i was talking to about this the other day i don't know if it was on one of our our episodes or not but it would honestly be like the into the spider verse of star wars and you could even maybe like take a divergent path or or follow a different character maybe not diverge on a different path but you know what i mean like you could follow different characters than like the original movies maybe did or or maybe make a film that is the entire original trilogy journey yeah culminating and you know that would i don't know that would I would honestly, so I guess the short answer is, yeah, I'm interested. Like, that sounds so cool, so. Yeah. I guess for me, I was like, I guess for me, I think I prefer it in the short form because it you can have that, you know, a good story can be, t- it's harder to actually tell us a good story in, you know, 30 seconds than yeah. having it long and drawn out. And I still feel we could touch a lot of bits. Like, I can't wait for galaxies of adventures to start going out of the Tridge and into the prequels and the sequels i think that's why i was losing my mind over that sith the jedi and versus sith because that was the first time we saw all three trilogies well it's the first time we've seen if i'm remembering correctly yeah it's the first time we've seen anything from the sequel trilogy yeah um I don't know if they're waiting till after this December and then they're going to like maybe bombard us with sequel trilogy stuff, I which I would be okay with. Possibly. But <laughs> we'll see, you know. Uh, I'm just, gosh, I'm so ready for that. It's... Well, I mean, I, I got one of the posters from Celebration, which I'm, me such, too. I'm right. such a numbskull. It took me randomly six months later to realize, oh, that's the celebration poster, but they just did it in the Galaxy of Adventures <laughs> animation. I just thought it that's was, perfect. I just thought it was their poster. I didn't realize right. that they were literally copying the official celebration poster. And it, right. yeah, I'm, I'm sometimes a bit slow in the upswing, but um, but no, I was excited to we see Ray and Kylo and things like that. And the also also the nice thing about animation, I mean, obviously voice legend. Um, his Batman, um, Conroy, Rick. Forget his Kevin, first name. Thank you, Kevin Conroy. Kevin, like he is Batman. No and what I love yeah. is because of voice acting, you don't have to worry about that ageism or sex. Well, I can't say speak for sexism, but it's like you can still be these characters and things for right. years, and you don't have to worry because, again, with animation, you can just kind of still tell a story, but you don't have to worry about, oh, our actor's looking a bit older now. Do we need to recast or anything like that? Right. And obviously, some voices, like, I remember what I was hearing when the James Earl Jones takes for Lion King. There's a little bit in his voice where I'm like, okay, you do sound now, like, a bit like a 
85-year-old man. <laughs> but right. for the most part. Well, you know, that's funny. Whenever he first started doing things like for Rebels, he you know, he actually voiced Vader in Rebels, mm. uh, too, in the second season, which was... That was mind-melting whenever it came out because I, you, we never – who thought we were ever going to get more Vader dialogue actually from James Earl Jones? Exactly. But I remember when it first came out, people were like, what the, are they going to explain why he sounds so different? Or like people had to come up with canon answers in their head why he sounded so different. I'm like, guys, guys, guys. I, I get it. I get it. We're all we're all you know a bunch of, of sweaty, sweaty geeks and stuff. But like uh, the man is – the man is up there in age, and, and we're just – I'm just, just thankful that we've gotten what we've gotten from him yeah. uh, since since all of this stuff has come out. But, yeah, that's what you're saying. It's – you can start to hear a little bit of that. It's funny, you know, um, in The Forces of Destiny, one of the la- latter ones they did. Luke Skywalker. When Luke – when it was actually uh, Mark Hamill voicing Luke Skywalker in Empire, I loved it. It was great. And he tried to do that youthful thing with his voice, make it higher. But I was like, oh, it just sounds like grumpy Octu Luke. Yeah. But I still love it because it, <laughs> it was just, you know, so there's something about, like you said, it, well, there, there's something, you know, about animation that let, is, allows us to do more and maybe forgive more. Yeah. But there's something with these characters, too, where it's like there's a specialness that we like. We want to pay that homage by like, well, if we can have Luke Skywalker voice Luke Skywalker, we're gonna freaking have Luke Skywalker have voice Luke, Luke voice Luke. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and I'm hoping because like, especially with the sequel trilogy cast, I mean, they're all if they want to, obviously. I mean, I mean, I guess I mean Gwendolyn Christie's already doing it for um, Resistance and uh, Oscar oh, yeah. Isaac and things. So I mean, and like Daisy Ridley's already done. I think like three kind of voiceovers anyway she did she did forces of destiny when well, I mean, ray was in forces, forces of destiny yeah she definitely and, did forces of destiny but then um, she, she did peter rabbit she did voiceover for peter right. rabbit um which was hilarious because it was yeah that rabbit was hilarious. it was it was the only good part was, of that movie but that's just me <laughs> i was my my two-year-old loves it but but that's my two-year-old i said no it was it was fun seeing ray and uh general hux in the same movie together but one was a rabbit and one was the the guy trying to get the rabbit it was kind of a fun juxtaposition wasn't it it really so. was um, <laughs> and then i she even did she also which is funny she did it, uh, an american accent for um a studio uh, Ghibli uh, anime. Oh, really? I forget what it's called. It's, oh, I should know better. But um, yeah, and it's really interesting because yeah, she's not English. She ha- she does an American accent. It, it, it it's kind of like when you hear Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch do uh, an Doctor American accent. Yeah, you're like American. <laughs> like, wait a second, you sound a little too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. All you have to do to sound American, not to sound disrespectful to either of us, is just be nasal. Americans apparently we talk in our noses, uh, and uh, Scottish and things are uh, more northern accents are further back. In your wow, throat and things. you know that's that's not insulting to me at all because it sounds so on brand and on point that it's it's it, it doesn't surprise me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess like I really just for like in terms of kind of like chatting about like the animation and stuff, like I just. I, I'm really excited for where it's going. I don't feel it needs to be like its own department. I don't feel we need to have a Lucasfilm animation or anything, but because I think nowadays there's enough kind of small companies that can do it and just bring something fresh 
kind of thing. Right. So, no, I agree 100%, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so kind of... Because, again, this one will we'll need you to kind of lend. So what are you... Because they're bringing back Reb... Not Rebels, no. Clone Wars. Sorry. Clone Wars. Same thing. It's close enough, right? Yeah, so it's the Clone Wars that's coming back. Because that was the yes. big announcement, and they had a massive panel at Celebration and things. Were you able to go to that panel? Actually, yes. Uh, Scotty and I uh, got the hookup uh, from Scott, Scott's friend. And I, I want to call Eric my friend now, Scott. Uh, you're listening here, so I hope that's okay with him. I'm going to shout out Scott, uh, Eric. He is uh, all the way from uh, Dagobah, Louisiana, he was telling us uh, earlier. So, um, But yeah, Eric uh, and a couple of his fr- uh, other uh, Scotty's other friends had uh, VIP passes, and they hooked us up because a couple nice. of the friends were like, we don't – we really aren't into the Clone Wars. If you guys want to go with Eric, go for it. And we're going to just kind of like hang around the show floor. So, yeah, uh, Lucasfilm, don't get angry. Uh, we were all working at, together as fans. Um, but <laughs> what are they going to do were, now? We were being good. Yeah, right, right. We're, we were all being good. It was what fandom is about. But it was amazing being in that room. Um, there was just so much love for that series specifically, uh, more so than Rebels. I mean, Rebels has quite a following itself, too. Uh, people love uh, Rebels and uh, but Clone Wars is just another animal completely Mm. Uh, especially because whenever all of the Disney Lucasfilm purchase was going on and then they cancelled it because it was was on uh, Cartoon Network which you know of course is I'm trying to remember exactly who it's owned by but it's not a a Disney Um, affiliated company, Viacom or something yeah. Tur- uh, Turner, Turner, Turner Media. I was like, it's Turner Media. Yeah. Ted, old Ted owns that. Ted yes. Turner. Um, but uh, anyway, he, uh, well, not Ted. Yeah, we're not talking about Ted. Um, this isn't Ted Talk, which is there you go, <laughs> a pun. Um, <Ba-bum-ching. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clone Wars. Uh, people were just so distraught, and there was that huge campaign for Save the Clone Wars. And I love that you know whenever they finally announced last, it was last year at uh, Comic Con, yes. correct? where they, the hashtag was hashtag Clone Wars saved, which I thought was a great shout out kind of to that fan movement and stuff. Sometimes fan movements are good. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to, uh, uh, you know, make, make Solo, Solo 2, two happen. happen. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> make Solo 2 happen. No, uh, gosh, it was, it, it's just insane that we're getting that because it, it didn't seem like, it didn't seem like it was going to happen. What we got on the Netflix season they released uh, later on, we all thought that was the end. And then anyway, I'm rambling on now. Um, so, but- so what, like, because I guess the other thing is, when I was getting really back into like, to the diehard fandom, because, like, like, again, like I, not that I have to explain myself, but, you know, I've always been a fan of Star Wars, but now as a content creator and just really kind of consuming things, I really jumped on board from 2015 so of course yes. I was learning about the like incredibly fan favorite Ahsoka Tano which I have a confession I was like oh wait isn't Ahsoka Tano in like the prequels and she gets killed in the by Palpatine when they all when like Mace Windu and I guess they're the same alien race but that's not Ahsoka right. Tano or something um, that, that's specious Come on, no, no. Yeah, I know. I had to make up a word. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is that the name of the character? I was like, oh, I see what he's doing there. Yeah, I see yeah, what I you're doing there. Um, Togruta, I believe, is the name of the species. Oh, I'm impressed if you know that. Thank you. Like, but uh, uh, yeah, Togruta, I had a little bit of a... Yes. Yeah, 
it's Tegruda and I, I was it the little bat-like creatures I got mixed up with. Uh, I, I, I think I call it a Shagrian, and it's uh, it's another Shah name. I've, I've already forgotten it again. But no, anyway, you were saying about her. Uh, yeah, so, and I, it's, what I find very fascinating about Ahsoka is first fans absolutely hated her, but then now yeah. everyone's going. Actually, when I say everyone, I shouldn't make blanket statements, but everyone, <laughs> like Richard, Chadra fan. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, a lot of people are going. You know, is Ahsoka Tano? Is she going to be in the you know live action? This is she going to be in this? Oh, is it this? Is it this? And I'm just like, yeah, uh, keep them separate. I mean, obviously, we're kind of breaking that line a little bit with uh, resistance, but still, I'm just like mm. Saw Gerrera, you know, made his. He was he was first introduced in the Clone Wars. Yes, this is which true. I, I don't know if you know, Saw was actually Saw Gerrera was supposed to be a character in that. Uh, you remember at, right after Re- Re- Revenge of the Sith came out, there were the rumors of that live action series yes. that George Lucas went to do. Yes. Saw Gerrera was going to be one of the characters in that. It was going to be kind of that underworld feel. Yes. It was basically what 1313 was going to be, but possibly uh, more ABC <laughs> than uh, HBO. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, Saw has made the transition, and I I understand. Um, but it's funny, everyone has, like you said, everyone has their fan casting for Ahsoka Tano. And that character, seriously, I've not seen a more uh, uh, what would you call it underdog story? Yes. In in, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would be careful to say in all of Star Wars, but it, for sure in the animation, Ahsoka is the that's the epitome of of top characters. If you uh, ask, do you do some you feel people. the reason why is because we've had such a long form telling of her story and her art you think you know really contributes to it honestly i think it does and and that's kind of how we consume media now which is why i think a lot of people feel disconnected with even the theatrical films Uh, everyone was clamoring for not to get on not to get on the snoke uh but 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 yes i agree that's you know with with the again and we're going to be getting uh, apparently content from the game of thrones writers and directors, but uh, you know that I really think that was well. Even before that, Lost. Whenever Lost started coming out, blame JJ. We can always blame JJ <laughs> the uh, box. for for the mystery box and also the here's we're gonna slowly reveal and let you get like really attached to these characters. But I I honestly yeah I I do think that that's a big reason why. Otherwise, why would people they spent you know first she's this snippy little kid hits snips. Oh, I see. Annoyed, yeah. Annoyed the crap out of everybody. Called Luke Skywalker Sky Guy and called R2 R2E in the first few episodes, first season. And so we were all like, what are you doing, George? What are you doing to us? And I think that was a little bit of George going, you know what? I make what I want to make. You guys can just deal with it and you're going to love her or whatever. And I know that's mainly Dave Filoni's character. Yeah. Which let's let's talk a little bit about him, the man who yes. was the Padawan of George Lucas learned at the feet of the master. How I don't what do you, what do you uh, think of what are your thoughts on Filoni and kind of the work that he's done since? I know you haven't really seen Rebels, but he's he's and he's working on the Mandalorian now. Yes, too. I I think to be honest with you, I I think I know a lot of about him 
you know, I haven't seen his work, but I, I think because it's been such a well-known fact that he's basically was George, Luke, I said George Michael's, George Lucas's apprentice, <laughs> that right. a lot of people are like, oh, we have faith in, you know, Dave Fioni, and he's also proved himself many of the times. And so that's why I was actually so excited when I heard that him and John Favreau working together for the Mandalorian, because one, I know, I know Dave Fione really expanded the Mandalorian culture, gave it a yes. screen presence, all sorts of stuff. But um, also, it working personally, working on projects that John, and hearing John Favreau's creative process, you know, for the Lion King and the Jungle Book, and knowing how much care in the details. Yes that having those two together I think for people who don't like the new direction I think they're gonna like this because one you're gonna get those old school or not old school the longer character driven storytelling that doesn't have to be crammed into two hours Um, and it it definitely like did you go to the Mandalorian panel I didn't make it. I didn't win that um, lottery. But that one I, I made into that, luckily. Um, uh, bless him because, it's, like, my dad Everyone... Oh, sorry. So I was say, everyone that I met at Celebration made it in except for me. So I felt like... <laughs> I felt like that... If you if you like that, uh, that meme from, uh, uh, you know, Arrested Development of George Michael Bluth walking and kind of, like, kicking his feet with his head down with the... You know, that... So I felt... No, I'm just kidding. So continue. Again, I... Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, I was very lucky... Um, because like both my parents were um, kind of physically disabled, but well, anyway, they have. Why don't what, What's it called in America now? ASD or AD um, or whatever. Honestly, I I thought it was just uh, dis, dis disabled. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but anyway, we were able to get seats into the Mandalorian. I because I I'm just, trying to think. I just went and said, "Hey, how do we go about it?" And then there's my dad right. like sitting in a wheelchair, and they're like, "Right, oh yeah, just go through." I was like, "Okay," and it was perfect. Like, we only yeah. had two badges. <laughs> right, right. But to be fair, but anyway, my my the reason why I say is um. There's a lot of nods to. Did you so? Did you see the quote leaked footage then of the preview well, stuff? I you know I watched at the Star Wars show stage on the show floor, yeah. um, and they actually showed the first little round of footage where they were showing like the test footage of the they were using the Dijkstra uh, but flex. Did, but you didn't see stuff. the act, so you haven't seen the actual scenes. Well, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Well, because what I was, gonna, what I was right. getting at was like, I mean, there's things like you saw uh, the, the oh, what's it, something space monkey on a the space. oh the Kowakian monkey lizards yes. and stuff, or, or the yeah yeah the lizard monkeys. Um, I've heard it described and I've seen the grainy stuff, but I didn't watch much of it. I was just like, oh, I want to see this when it's perfect. But, but I, I saw those. A lot, but it it looks like. Yeah, it's it's gonna have well. Also, the, the way, even the way they're doing the visual effects is the old school uh, Dystroflex using models and then just putting right. a little bit of visual effects. And see, this is why I really have so much faith in John Favreau because he literally would do a full CG movie of Lion King in the morning, his morning, and then in the afternoon go to set and do a more practical with the Mandalorian and have to go That's between crazy. these two headspaces and not go, right. oh, hey, you know, I've done 
doing all these visual effects, we're going to do this for the Mandalorian. So I, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm very, I said this kind of in a couple of episodes of my live stream is, um, kind of, I'm very curious what it's going to be like in February of 2020 when the saga films are done. What's the Star Wars atmosphere and fandom like? Beyond. Like, yeah. 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 That's that's a scary thought, Shannon. I tell you, yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna get some. You know, we got a little bit of love this year. It's the 20th anniversary of the the Phantom Menace, and uh, they gave it a lot of love at Celebration. You know, I know we kind of had to heal a little bit. Some of the fandom was still kind of like, I don't know, I didn't really like the prequels, but but uh, I, gosh, I I think we are going to start seeing more like you said, uh, after the saga films come out. I think that's probably one direction they'll go. Mm. Um, And the other direction, which I think everyone is predicting, is even farther back. Yeah, Old Republic. To to do the Old Republic and stuff, which I'm not, honestly, I'm not as uh, versed in as I should be as a canon junkie. So <laughs> You got some reading up to I'm you. waiting for, yeah, I'm waiting for the canon stuff. Come. I was actually, right before this all happened and the books started coming out, I was listening to uh, the first, uh, was it Darth Bane audiobook and stuff, and I just never, I was, that's back when, in the day whenever I was, you know, listening to them on YouTube yeah. and all that because, you know, I, my job at that time paid for my phone usage and so I was being responsible you know <laughs> uh, that kind of thing yeah I um it's I yeah uh, I think it's it's I'm I'm also with Stuart kind of saying that this film needs to dive fully into like a PT era give us a prequel anthology and a live TV series I think with Disney plus it is gonna open yes. up a lot and this is gonna be my slight kind of industry insider not in a t- in the sense of I know what's shows are coming or anything just from what i can tell you streaming when i say tv i mean streaming so not yeah. like broadcast i'm talking streaming that is where it's going and not just for tv shows yes. but for movies like they just kind of showed the new lady and the tramp animals and things oh they I, did i didn't know they dropped well i guess action. sorry because I follow on a different Twitter account. I follow oh. all, the, all the visual effect companies. So Framestore right. is one of the big ones that did oh, it. Cool. They announced it. But um, in terms of, especially in terms of visual effects, because I also, I think Game of Thrones and streaming culture like Orange is the New Black and things like that, like we've discussed earlier tonight, has yeah. given us this want for character driven. And I think that's that's where it is that that is really is where it's going so i do think it's possible i mean look at marvel my god they have four they have all kinds of stuff coming out they even have an animated show coming to disney plus uh the what if show uh, you know is is going to be full and it's so exciting but then also just all the content with the actors and stuff and television is it's becoming something in my opinion even better than television has been. I know we we like our week-to-week model, and I think some people will still keep that. I think Disney Plus is actually... I think The Mandalorian is going to be a week-to-week release uh, on there. But I 100% agree, as someone who is not in the industry, Mm. um, as more of, you know, just the consumer, I guess, side of everything, uh, it... You can tell it's that's what everyone's going to. Everyone's kind of starting to prepare. You know, they're all getting like, okay, we got to get our streaming thing going. Um, but it's 100% the way of the future, and and I'm all on board for it I, because it just everything that 
you've seen come from at least most of the co- content you've seen come out of a lot of these streaming services uh, has been way more quality than for one thing it's easier to watch because it's they're they're not as they don't have to do like 22 episodes or more they can just tell their story getting it out but here's which the funny I think thing is little little brilliant. business insider thing yeah Net- netflix unless it's really really bad uh any Netflix show is guaranteed two seasons. Right. It's just their business model. So yeah. Well, and they pump out stuff so much too, like it's just Well, I also heard something that in like by I think twenty twenty two it's all gonna be Netflix original stuff by then. Which I'm I don't know how I feel about that, but anyway, that's just kind of my little insider rumors out right. here. because uh, that's kind of one of the, the uh, big kind of things I'm on now. But um Right nature of the beast yes so kind of in wrapping up because i mean i you and i need to do this more often because we can talk absolutely for hours. i i just i'm i'm very excited about animation and things um yeah I, I sadly sorry don't know how to kind of wrap it up and i also want to take a moment to give a big shout out to my patreon uh Susanna french which this is her planet if you would like to be part of the my patreon it's just uh postcards from the galaxy's edge lots of fun perks um hopefully soon if i get some people at like the the ten dollar mark we'll do a whole bunch of like kind of behind the scene vlogs of all the graphics involved and things like that because i mean i'm making these like oh it's crazy (laughs) i wish i could do time lapse of how fast i'm having to like put (laughs) things together but um so yeah, but also tell tell about yourself, buddy. Where can they find you and your show and things like that? Absolutely. Well, you know, you guys can follow me. I, I've started out doing YouTube and stuff, and that's kind of, I think, where me and you first started to connect and everything was you know, talking about our YouTube channels. But you can follow me. You can go to my YouTube. It's Canon Junkie. I don't do much there. If you really want to hear my Star Wars opinions on a weekly basis... You can check me out on the Bombad cast with Scotty J. Rowe, um, but you can check us out. And Shannon, we got to have you on the Bombad yes. cast soon because we've it's been on our minds. We just got to really like we, we want to try to have people on for things they want to talk about. We just don't uh, know. We got a weird episode coming up uh, Monday. You can check us out there. You can follow me at uh, Junkie Cannon, Cannon Junkie at Junkie Cannon on Twitter. That's where you hear a bunch of my stuff. And then at Bombad cast, me and Scott kind of tag team that um but thank you again shannon for having me on no, absolutely uh, we need to get together again yes. and do this because i have i've had such a blast yeah i mean it, it's flown by i'm like wow it's been an hour already. i can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much to people who either watched us live or is watching on the replay or is listening to the podcast version of this broadcast i have been shannon i don't have a fun name like i I'm postcards <laughs> of the galaxy's edge that's what i am that's a fun that's the funnest and the most fun name Sorry, <laughs> and uh thank you everybody and um we will see you all very soon thanks guys Bye.